BB, we back. It's another episode of the Serving Sonic podcast. Yo, lightning episode last week. You know, our homie Jake is not here, but you got me, Hunter Hamilton, with my homie Lee Bader. How are you, Lee? Good, man. How are you? Not too bad, man. Now, Lee, I'm really excited to introduce this next guest. It is someone who... I haven't talked to in a long time, and honestly, it's really great to catch up with him. Uh, I gotta share a story. This is um, a Herculean man who I got the pleasure of playing rugby with, and I specifically rem- remember one of the first practices. I was in the middle, and he was slapping my stomach along with Eddie O'Reilly. We got my buddy Big Mo in the house from Shoot <laughs> yeah. the Ship Podcast. What is up, Mo? How are you doing, man? Yo, yo, you can't do me dirty like that, man. Oh, <laughs> dude, no, yo, no, 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 no. You know, that was like one of my first memories meeting Mo. I was intimidated. I was scared, but then he turned out to be one of the biggest homies and a killer. Hey rugby player as well it's just an all-around athlete you know so one of the coolest dudes ever so we got mo man my my man welcome mo yo thank you guys yo thank you guys for having me man yo that intro fire music by the way (laughs) we got that we come on it was actually it was a contentious (laughs) point for a while we uh we I remember when Hunter and I were trying to figure out what was like the branding we wanted to do with this whole thing at the beginning of uh serving and uh, we were like, okay, do we want like a nice like chill vibe? Or are we going to come out hot with like something that's just like in your face? Obviously, we picked yeah. out the, we, we picked the in your face hot, but uh, it's, uh, it's a jam. It's a jam. I can't remember who it's by. Hold up. I could probably find Otis McDonald. Yeah. There you go. Otis YouTube, McDonald. YouTube yeah. star Otis McDonald. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yo, rep out to Otis McDonald because I was bobbing my head, man. I was fine. <laughs> hey, and then Hunter comes out here. He's like, yo, this guy bullied me back in high school. So, oh yeah. no, no, I was scared yeah, though. I was scared, yo. But then yeah. you know, you know, Lee. What I used to tell Hunter back in the day, always, oh, I'm like, dude, totally. My man, you look like Markiplier, and that's <laughs> you know, it's a big YouTuber named Markiplier, and I couldn't stop doing that to him, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, dude, man. Now, did we play a lot of games together, Mo? I think I played just a couple with you guys on the senior team and all that i mean i played them? yeah yeah i remember i played the grade 10 year with you yeah um yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. a year younger than me um and i remember i saw potential and i was like yo my man you got to keep coming on the field and that's why i was harassing you because you know <laughs> that, 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 that's the way it's i show love, love man yeah <laughs> yo, yeah if, yeah if i don't bully you that means i'm not comfortable <laughs> with you yeah <laughs> if exactly. i bully you that means i like you wow yeah yeah you know Hell that's yeah, just man. the way it rolls there yeah. was a time where, um, so in rugby, there's a there's a play where you kind of like after the face off, and uh, we do this play. I guess for our uh, our coach, and we just go we call crash, we call crash, and so basically we just give crash. the ball okay. to yeah, we give the ball to Mo, and yeah. then he just has to basically just f- run full speed into a bunch of players, and he would just body people, man, like just yeah. just bam, you know, just take dudes out, and I'm like, oh look at my boy go, so you know when I got the respect from Mo, I was like, yo, this guy's cool, so I know. I He's charismatic as hell. I mean, listen to that amazing voice. So yeah, I I remember what that play was called. It's called Mobile. We legit just called it Mobile. (laughs) Yo, just to show you, it was such a it was just yo give the ball to this guy who was 250 pounds in high school, and just run (laughs) legs like tree trunks running down the field, man. (laughs) Yo, and I thought I was cool as hell. 
right? Yeah. Well, you I'll are, like, dog. I'll be like, I grab the ball, like, mobile. And then, <laughs> yo, I think back, that sounds so dumb. Mobile, mobile. <laughs> One person's like, yo, yo, don't, don't change your voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take the ball, yell it, and run. Yeah. Wait, oh, what, you, yeah. Went, you went Christian Bale, Batman on that, Mo. You need to relax a little bit. Just be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Alter ego out on the field. Yeah. Wow. When when that play's called, it's over. Yeah. Man, um, yeah call for it trauma. Yeah. There you go. Centennial CBI, baby. There it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, wait. So Shit. wait, Lee. Did did you go there? Oh, we were yeah. talking about that. Oh earlier. yeah. Years. So years a, before. Yeah. Years before. Wait, yeah. We we might as well just rename this co- this podcast the, uh, the Centennial CVI special. Oh, this is it. This wait, is a reunion wait, wait, right here. Episode episode yeah, mobile. Yeah. I was surprised too, Mo. I didn't know he went to Centennial. I was like, what? You're a Spartan? Oh yeah, yeah. baby. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Hold up. When did you graduate from CCVI? Oh, I don't even know now. It's like two thousand and two thousand and two early, something around there. You probably went to school with my brothers. Oh quite man. likely. Quite likely. Yeah. yeah. Any favorite um, teachers? Any, 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 uh, well, I'll just any leave crushes. it back. Any crushes? Any crushes? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was, uh, I was a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Um, but, uh, favorite teachers. I'm trying to think. Who were my favorite teachers back in the day? With, with, you know, just to avoid this being the most boring podcast for anybody that doesn't oh, yeah, know anything know about well for Centennial yeah. CVI. Oh, I'll make it quick, and I'll say that my favorite teacher was probably Mr. Joel Wright. Yo, yeah, Mr. Oh, he's Wright. Up right. Right. He's, a, he's a beauty. Mr. He's a Mr. Joel Wright, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. And it's mostly because of something after high school. It was such a weird situation, but I remember it was like the year we graduated – and we went to go see like a show in Toronto. We were going to see a concert for this like rock band that I was like, mm. oh yeah, like we're cool. We're on the inside track of this rock band. And uh, there's Mr. Joel Wright standing in line ahead of us at yeah. the Cool House, which is now a, a closed venue in Toronto. But yeah. and we're like, Jesus Christ, we're not on the inside track at all. This guy's a million years old. Now looking back, yeah. he's like probably like pretty close to how old I am right now, which is so fucking sad. But like, it's like, I'm just like, man, what the yeah. fuck? And, but it just like increased my, uh, my, uh, uh, admiration for the guy. So, uh, he was yeah. a cool teacher and, and he happened to like cool shit and wasn't just a teacher, which is I, the worst lesson to learn as a yeah. kid. You know what I mean? It's like when you realize your yeah. teachers are actual human beings and you're like, Oh, what the oh, fuck dude. is happening? My I'm entire little life has yeah. been shattered. Yeah. I still yeah. get awkward when I'm like, Oh you're a real person. I know. You're like <laughs> no, saving no them all by accident or something like that. There. And you're like, ah. or they're getting oh, groceries yeah. and you're like, Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and, I know. And, and you know, they don't want to see you as much as we don't want to see them. They're like, Oh yeah. It's just like, I Goes see you already. Yeah, They're like, oh, like, this no. fucking kid is staring at me. He knows that I know. He knows who I am and vice versa. You know? Exactly. And, and see, those teachers are normal. Yo, teachers that see you like that, they're normal. But the oh, teachers yeah. that, you know, you know, the cool teachers, like I thought you were going down Mr. Wright saying he was a cool teacher. Like you let you party with him in one night. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> those, those teachers are weird. Those teachers are weird, man. Yeah. Back you in need the day, to relax. the best. You yes. need to relax. Yeah, yeah. You need to hang out with people your own age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have a family. Yeah. Or <laughs> do like, your own thing, man. You know, just like, yeah, speak to people around the same age as you. Because that's the thing about teachers, right? Okay, now we're getting down a whole path. Okay, now we're getting, yeah. The, the thing about teachers is they're, especially teachers that are like in, like, you know, high schools and, and lower, like, you're around kids all day. So it's like, yeah. 
you know, like oh. obviously you want to be thinking that those people are there with the best of intentions. Like they want to teach the next group of whatever, like uh-huh. children to be like good functional people. But then when there's that line that's crossed where it's like, okay, hey, why mm-hmm. are you too friendly? Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like in, and not like in a like dirty way. I mean like in like a, oh, yeah. a like, why are you just like, like we're not buddies, right? Like mm-hmm. you can put, you can put me in detention. There's a line here, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You have authority over me. You know what I mean, yeah. it's like ugh. it's like the it's like the parents that get too friendly with their kids. It's like, hey, relax. It's like, exactly. all right, yeah. Where's where's the line there? Yeah, yeah. like Yo, you gotta be hard ass sometimes. Please respect this power dynamic. I yeah. appreciate being down here. Yeah, <laughs> let let me be down here. I don't want to be up there. Yeah, uh, don't put that out of context. Yeah. Now um, I don't mean to put you, uh, Mo. I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but you, uh, I, because every time you know, because sometimes we would get let out of school early, and I would mm. see you. I would see Mo on the football team, the basketball team, the rugby team. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this dude is like an Iron Man. He's he's on every freaking team, and that's why he's a powerhouse. So did you did you just play every sport in high school? I'm just curious. I uh, yeah, I kept myself busy with the sports. Honestly, that was like my entire high school experience to be honest. Yeah. Just doing um, well. And I miss it. Like when I was in university oh, yeah, and when I was in like now in med school, yeah. It, it's it's not I don't have that same feeling of camaraderie that I had that I had in high school. Like I still feel like a Spartan. Yeah. I played sports, yeah. you know? Right. Um and no, that's what I did. Honestly, high school was just I, it was sports. And then I go home and play Skyrim. For hours on end. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, man. I go to sleep. I wake up, go to practice, hang out with the friends at school, go home, rip, rinse, and repeat. Yeah. No, man. Uh, I'm going to guess. You I'm just explained the American what, uh, dream. Well, I'm going to guess. Are you, were you, uh, I'm, I'm guessing wizard. You went full wizard class. Am I correct in that for Skyrim? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Right on. We're wait. Well, let's let's get this show on the road. What the yeah, fuck yeah, are yeah. we doing well, here? Well, we got uh, we got a, some bangers for you. This uh, I'm going to be uh, checking out uh, Bros Volume Two. Uh, Lee, if you want to kick in the first song, it's called "It's Killing Me." Check it out. i 
There we go. Ooh, there you go. A lot of funk in that track right there. How about those keys? Oh, man. Yo. That's yeah. the opener, guys. That's the opener of this yeah, album. It's true. First track on the album. Yo, what is that called again? So it's called It's Killing Me by Bros off of Volume 2, my no, friend. I, I, I'm keeping that right now. <laughs> yo, yo, yo he loves it. Synth was wild. Oh, I'm glad yeah. you liked it. Well, guys, I'll tell you about them. Bros is the rock duo from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, featuring the brothers duo Ewan Curry and Seamus Curry. And uh, they're, of Those course, famous. Familiar oh, yes, names. Familiar names yes, there. Familiar names. Uh, they're actually in the Canadian band The Sheepdogs. That sound a lot like the Guess Who, but, uh, you know, have gone to be, like, a really celebrated Canadian rock band that are actually bopping. So they formed in 2014, and they released their debut album in 2016, entitled simply Volume 1. And they've been praised for, you know, their funky, sultry sound, as you heard there, like that bass line there. That is a, a complete departure from the Sheepdogs, so kind of, you know, their compromise for putting out a lot more experimental music, a lot more of kind of their influences of that sort of stuff. So, you know, Ewan Curry, of course, is the front man and the primary songwriter for the Sheepdogs since their inception in Saskatoon in 2004. His brother Seamus joined the band as a touring member in 2012 and then became a full-time member recording their fifth album, Future Nostalgia. Now, I have it on vinyl, but for, uh, Lee, you'll have to forgive me. I totally forgot it downstairs. Really good <laughs> album, though. Might feature it on the show. You never know. I believe uh, you. I believe so you. Yeah. following that session in the winter of 2014... Uh, the two brothers, they actually moved from Saskatoon to Toronto, where they began to write songs for the first time with the intention to branch out into different musical genres and interests. Can I just so, say, let yeah. me just let me just cut you off there. I could have predicted that. I think a move from Saskatchewan to Toronto, you know, if if uh, if I was a rock band that was coming yeah. from Saskatchewan and I got uh, I got a little bit famous. Yep. Can all, I can all but guarantee I wouldn't be staying in Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the time when you're getting really popular. It's like, you gotta Shout get out Saskatchewan. of there. Sorry, yeah, 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 Saskatchewan. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what? hey, what's out there? I don't know. I've never been, so what I What am I supposed say to anything. say? I'm supposed to say, yeah, I would stay in Saskatchewan? No. Yo. This is an honest show. Yeah. You better come to the 41666. Exactly. That's what they, they heard. They heard that, and they were like, that's a place for us. Um, Listen, it's yeah, like... They, <laughs> Go I ahead, gonna, I was gonna say it's not even a front because that's what the C, that's what the CN Tower is, man. It's a big communications tower, yo. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what you're here for. That's how you get that's what your you're going off. after. But yeah. uh, when they just, I, I wanted to interrupt because you said that they put out Volume One in 2016. They formed in 2014. Is that right? You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I know that they're signed to Dine Alone Records, which I'm yeah. pretty sure is Toronto based, right? I think so. So. Do you know what the sheepdogs are signed to? I just let's find out. Actually, yeah, no, I, I'll do a quick Google. I, I yeah, I'm gonna I, see sheepdogs label. Are... Where are we at? I got that Atlantic and Warner Music Canada. Atlantic. Oh, they're on Dynalone. They're on Dynalone. Dynalone, well. yeah, Dynalone. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyways, yeah, just was wondering because uh, I wonder if they because when they the sheepdogs got famous, right? It was through. Remember, it was like that Rolling Stone. Uh, I don't know. Like I thing? think that was the song, or, or the song was called "I Don't Know." Well, yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. But it was through Rolling song. Stone. Remember, like Rolling Stone had yes, like that whole thing. Right. It was like a rock competition, and it yeah. was to like get your band featured on like you know whatever. And, and they kind of broke through that. And they won that. Yeah, that's how they. Yeah. That's how they got so big. But I wonder if it was Dying Alone originally or how that happened. Anyway, doesn't matter. 
It was just interesting. Well, that's okay. No, that's good. Trying to find. Well, out. they they range from. I mean, as you heard it, you know, on this album, a lot of old school funk. You got some power pop. You got some psychedelic mm. Latin sounds, and, and probably mm. that's more of the later half of the album where you know I kind of describe it as like the Beatles White Album. It's kind of like the mm. back half of this album. So you kind of got like all the funk, but it's also peppered in some nice instrumentals here. Right. Um, mm. First album recorded with Thomas Darcy, along with the Curries, recorded at his studio called Taurus Recording Studio. And the first album was actually so successful that it had one million streams. So hey. this is kind of like highly anticipated now of uh, coming out and uh, not in August because August is kind of a dry for releases. Well, I shouldn't say that, but this one, Volume 2, came out July July 11th, I want to say. Nice. Uh, cited as being very funky, um, the, but also on the first record, the band's debut single, Tell Me, became the theme song for the CBC radio program Q with Tom Power. Hey. Began hosting in August 2016, so you know, adding that to the resume right there. Yeah, getting getting even more hardcore Canadian there. Yeah, oh man, totally. Damn. So, <laughs> you know, it's got it's got the peppered in instrumentals. It's got this Latin kind of influence in the second half, and mm. then in the first half, it's got like very f- uh, catchy kind of upbeat instrumentals. But my friends, the next song. I'm gonna I'm gonna play for you. I want to see if you can identify what um, what th- this it sounds like because as soon as I heard this particular song that's coming up right now, like what I you thought, think it sounds like, is yeah, that the game here? Like, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, so I want to see, and I I feel like you guys what will Hunter get it because it hold on, like hold on, hold on. Let's let's let's. Yo, yeah. <laughs> like what it sounds like another song or like what do you mean? No. It uh, it's got it just. It sounds like a particular artist to me. Okay, artist. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, artist, yeah, like, artist. That's the name of the game right here. Because there's so many ways I could go, right? It could be artist, it could be genre, it could be like vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. you're saying an artist. It sounds like a particular artist. I'm going to say artist. a particular artist, and I, I'm, I'm going to look at the facial expressions. Listener, if you're listening, try and uh, you know that you're part of this too. So try and get on, in, on okay. the action here. Um, but I'll have to rate it. I really enjoyed this record. I mean... First song is funky as hell, and I'm a fan of the funk, so <laughs> I will have to give this album. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it an eight point nine funk bass slaps out of ten. That's what funk I give this one. So you know what? Like, totally get it. I wow. mean, I hope hopefully to get that on vinyl but man lee i am becoming broke of all the beautiful vinyl releases that have been featured on the show slash the ones that you've shown me as well like mustafa and the other ones so i know i know but um with that i'm gonna send it to uh the next song this one's called never gonna stop check it out
Guesses? Any guesses on Dang. that funky track right there? I'll let, I'll let Mo go first because I think mine's a little bit more. Yeah, out guess there. choice, guess choice. Who All do right. you think? Who's that sound listen, like to you? Listen, there's a number of thoughts that I had. Okay, so when the song yeah, yeah. first started, the first thing I got, I'm like, okay, this sounds like "Get Lucky," you know. But it's a typical bass, Ooh, uh, that typical funk start, you know. Yeah, yeah. There was a part halfway in when the solo started. Yeah. There's a song that really stuck, like. <laughs> There's a song that has that identical start in their solo in the rock in the guitar solo. Okay. The, the name is not coming to mind, and I know it's gonna bother me so much that I'm gonna think about it in the shower, <laughs> and I will remember this later, which sucks so much. But at the end, I started getting feelings of, or at least from the solo itself, it just kind of sounded similar enough to uh, play that fucking music, white boy, and I know oh, that's out there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But only in the only in the solo. Hmm. Okay. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kay. As you can tell, I'm horrible what I, at making a choice. Yeah. What I yeah. what I got from that, and what I hope all the listeners get from that too, is Servant Sonic is hopefully what you think about in the shower to everyone listening. <laughs> is our voices? Yeah. yeah is what, what I'm hoping for is our voices in the shower. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you're not listening to us in the shower, come on. Now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. We're, now, we're your shower on. companions here at Servant Sonic. <laughs> um, I so mine mine is is along the funk side as well. I, I agree with Mo that there's definitely 
uh, a funkiness to that. But knowing Hunter, I was like, okay, I'm trying to think, you know, a funk inspired thing less than a, a funk, you know, like uh, like the core of, of something being funky, if that makes sense. So I tried to go a little off board, but I genuinely do hear this. So for me, it was around the solo as well. I heard like Pink Floyd funk. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like I heard like. Interesting. This is so interesting to me. I heard like. Yeah, like, you know, like that, like thumping sort of like bass driven, funky, like Pink Floyd of uh, of like the 70s. But yeah, uh, yeah. Is, I, I can tell by your reaction. That's not it at all. <laughs> what oh, guys. Uh, what oh, is it supposed well, to be? What, you, where to have we me, let you down? Oh, oh me, that's what it was. Oh, there was that Mo, hotel. What is it? I, th- I think the soul in my head was Hotel California. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I did kind of go back in the in the older rock but anyways y'all you do your thing you do your oh thing. dude to me it's got stevie wonder stevie wonder all oh, yeah that song. no you're you you're know, 100% you know, right he's got the horn right. that, that that horn section at the back yeah. of it there it's the horns then, you're right and then all the synths mm. i'm like that's stevie wonder man yeah i'm hearing yeah, a lot of stevie that. wonder yeah, I mean Hunter. Is this is this, is a video is a video out there going to be out there or is it just audio? Uh, only? It's just the just audio, audio actually. Yeah, just yeah. the audio. Yeah, because audio yeah. listeners right now, I was jamming like Stevie Wonder. I should have oh, said Stevie dude. Wonder. <laughs> I put my hands down and I was shaking all over the place. Got oh, your sunglasses was, on. He was jiving to that. He was jiving to that. <laughs> you lost sight for a whole three minutes. Um, <laughs> the uh, I, I would say that uh, there's a lot of like, I mean, you can hear a lot of influence on both of these songs that you showed us. I think like yeah. This one definitely like carries that like soul and funk more than maybe the first one did, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, I've I've listened to this album all the way through before a couple of weeks ago, and I remember thinking like, oh, this is sick! Like I'm surprised I haven't heard of these guys before. And then you know, upon you choosing it for this week, yeah, learning that it was like guys from the Sheepdogs, I was like kind of blown away by that. I yeah. was like, holy fuck, like that's that's sweet. Like these guys are extra talented. Not that they weren't talented before, but you know what I'm saying. Is that they're capable yeah, yeah, yeah. of of uh like you know putting on a different skin a bit. Um but uh it's something I, I found in my research of this, they have their dad playing some keys on this album. You know that? Yep. Oh man, what? Yeah. They had uh they I had did their not dad know that. when they were like at a barbecue or something like that. Their dad was in town, like in Toronto or something like that. And yeah. uh, they had him jam, and he laid down some keys for the record. Just wailing down on the keys. Yeah, just fucking gotta, did it. Yeah. Keep it in the, the familia. Le- yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I gotta sick. look on the linear notes and like be like, is Papa playing? Is Papa surprising me with those keyboard solos? Because yeah. I would get on my knees and just like all hail, all hail the dad. Because man, dad, <laughs> father sheepdog is father a ghost, sheepdog. is a ghost Yo. piano player for Stevie Wonder all these years. Yeah, because wow. I was looking at well, I was looking at the liner notes. It's like, well, Ewan, uh, Ewan is the singer. He does the vocals, guitar, bass, right. and the clarinet. And then Seamus doing the, the keyboards, trombone, and vocals too. Ewan's the singer of Sheepdogs, right? Or do I have that? Yeah, one? that's him. No, Ewan's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can hear it. You can hear it. I think for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big old yeah. beard. Come on now. Yeah. True. Yo, that's he a, is an that's iconic a, look. That's a wild dad, man. You know, if my dad was on a song, bro, I would, I'd actually be yeah, uncomfortable. I'd be like. I can't even tell my dad, be like, yo, dad, sorry, you got to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> how many takes? Yeah. How many takes is it going to, like, are you going to allow before you just or say, okay, fuck it. That's what we're going oh, to do. Yeah. I'm probably in the same boat with Mo where I'd be like, yeah, just like, what do you say? He's like, hey, that was good. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah, well, that was great. Thanks, Andrew. What was the, the rating you gave that again? I forget. I gave that uh, an 8.9 bass slaps, you know. Ah, 8.9 uh, bass slaps. Bass yeah, slap in the bass, but I you know what's... It. I yeah. mean, bow, this album bow. was hard because I thought genuinely, I'm not just saying this, that mm. all the songs were really good, and I yeah. thought, like, the battle over, like, oh, maybe I'll do, like, that Latin half in the, in the second half of the album, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I had to feel feel the funk but i honestly like take a listen to that album and like check out yeah, like you know just listen to more of that sitarish white album beatles thing because i think certain bands like they do like a side project to kind of get get all those influences out of their system whereas the sheepdogs mm. is like totally you know just more rock focused you know so i think that if i'm being honest like i like and i liked the sheepdogs first album um yeah, yeah and really it, i like my my interest in them maybe trailed off a little bit after that just because the hype maybe trailed off a bit too yeah but for me like bros versus sheepdogs bros for me has like more staying power like i think like oh, there's yeah. way more shit going on in bros like way more shit that interests me personally that you know obviously everything's a you know personal taste at this point but like uh, like it just there's there's so many things in there that uh that could like keep me coming back to that where sheepdogs i think it almost like the novelty of it wore off for me a little bit earlier. Do you know what I mean? Especially with like things like I don't know and stuff like that. I know they're more than just one song, but yeah, kind of that classic rock sort of thing. Well, I'm glad um, you said that because my uncle actually really liked the earlier stuff, and he uh, shout out to my uncle Brian. Uh, of bros or sheepdogs? No, sorry, sheepdogs. He really okay, liked yeah, yeah. the yeah. early sheepdog stuff because he mm. he's like, oh man, it sounds like the Guess Who. Yeah, and then yeah. they partnered with the same. I forget. I'm, I'm. I forget the producer. I'm gonna have to research. But the producer did the Black Keys record. Mm. I think like Attack and Release or something. Attack. Oh, um, what? That would be Danger Mouse. Sheepdogs in Danger Mouse. That would be I fucking just, wild. Here, I'll look. Well, it I just. I just remember it was. It, I forget which album it is, but they partnered with like a big name producer because they wanted to sound like the Black Keys, and then that's where they kind of lost me. And then gotcha. future future nostalgia kind of brought them back to like, okay, we're our own band now. We're not going to ride coattails of success. Um, and it kind of got back to like their very homegrown kind of rock sound, which I appreciated. So I just totally forget which album is. I think it's the one with feeling hey, good on it. You want to know what? The, you're, yeah. you're, you're super close. So it's not the producer of okay. the Black Keys. It's a member of the Black Keys. Oh, um, shit. the drummer, Patrick Carney, um, yeah, Carney. but I mean, yeah, he is the songwriter for yeah. the black keys. So might as well. Cause they the won't, well, thing. and I remember like he will, at least he told me that they wanted to sound like that. And, and then yeah. like, they kind of lost a lot of that core audience. I don't know if, uh, right. uh you know, it's kind of mm. interesting where rock is going because I feel like rock is kind of, well, not, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even say that because there's so many like great rock bands out there that you had to go find. But a lot of people, I guess, for the mainstream rock, they're like, what's what's going on with rock and all this kind of stuff. Whereas, yeah. like, let's say I look at like a scene like hip hop. I know that I've got two big hip hop heads here where like hip hop is thriving, arguably. Right. Like I or, mm. or I don't know where hip hop is oh, uh, I have, compared to I have the craziest oh, have thoughts. analogy. I like I, I, we've talked yeah. about this, though, already, but we I would have, love to definitely. hear most thoughts of where I mean, we're going to talk about the weekend. Too, well, yeah, so it's yeah, maybe yeah, a great segue for it. But uh, but yeah. yeah. No, I was about to say that actually, no, based off what you were just saying, I was actually thinking hip hop there. Same yeah. thing. Like people be like, hip hop, yo, man, the great rappers are, are, are dead, whatever. It's gone. There's no yeah. the lyricist, whatever. But it's there. Yeah. The artists mm. are there. They're yeah. under, like 
there's underground or they're just out there because we're just hearing the radio. So when you hear the radio Definitely. or you hear what Spotify recommends or what Apple Music recommends, you know, it's just that 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 stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but there's still there, there's a lot of good artists out there. You know, it's not just Kendrick. It's not just J. Cole. You know, there's, yeah. there are a lot of others, uh, other good artists out there. Um, none that come to I swear there are other good artists out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None that come to lately, mind right now. Yeah. Well, Mo, Mo, if I could, if if I could ask you, do you, uh, and maybe this is a foolish question, but do you What's do that? you kind of dig for the underground hip hop more, like, you, or you kind of get, it, <sighs> or you ask around, like, what's going on as compared no. to maybe the mainstream stuff? No, no, I've gotten lazy with it. And to be honest, like, I'm not that much of a hip hop head, realistically. Right. Like, I, I sometimes I get some good jams and I go for it. To be honest, where I was last into my lyricism was like mm. at the tail end of high school when I was really feeling it. You yeah, know, that's yeah. when that's that's when everyone starts to identify with Tupac. You know what I mean? That's mm. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah, Tupac's my guy, you know, but things like that. Right. And I was really feeling the J. Cole album and I was just like really looking forward to it. You know, those early Kanye's, whatever. But then I don't know. I became more of a Biggie guy, you could say. Yeah, I know Biggie's a good lyricist and all, but I mean, I'm liking the fun of the music. Like I'm looking mm, for mm, mm. the funk. I'm looking for something that yeah. makes me bop, you know, makes me dance, makes me move. Right. Um, and sets me in a, in a good mood, you know? I want that escapism. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know? I, I'm i going to bring that up again when you're talking about the weekend yeah. for yeah. Yep. for something specific. But just to kind of go off on a separate point that you were making there, I think that hip-hop, and, and the, the reason I kind of let Mo go first here, because I know Hunter and I, we've talked about this before, so it's good to get, like, yeah. another person's perspective after kind of laying their claim of like where they're at and where they see everything is. Um, I personally believe that right now hip hop is in its heavy metal phase. Mm, So we have, we have a, a phase in this genre where people are out there trying to go as outlandish as they possibly can. They're trying to push Mm -hmm. the extremes in the genre as far as they can possibly go. But with that comes a lot of garbage, obviously. Right. There's a shit ton of shitty metal metal bands. Right. Like there's a shit ton of like glam metal bands that suck. There's a shit ton of like, you know, death metal bands that suck. But there's also like through all of like the wave of all that crap, there is some incredibly good glam metal bands. There's incredibly good death metal bands. Right. There's things Mm -hmm. that like are able to like create real new like strains of of music. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where we are right now with hip hop. Right. Like. You get the people who are like, you know, out there like doing like, I know J. Cole had his whole minute of like hate and like mumble rappers, right? Like there was like, the, yeah, yeah. like, you know, mumble rappers are like the death of hip hop. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, like saying something like that, it to me is closed minded, right? Like, yeah. it's not the death of hip hop. Is it like a bunch of kids trying to like do something that's going to piss off older, like the older generation? Like, of course, but like, that's what music's all about. That's what punk music was. That's what metal music was. Right. And like, that's what now hip hop is doing as well. Like in a new generation. So like you can get pissed at all these mumble rappers, but like without those mumble rappers, we don't have young thug. Who's like a generational talent. Right. And like all these other like rappers who are like pushing the envelope and like making something happen. So I think like hip hop is in like this really, really cool phase right now where you get like these people who are like really dedicated to like that purism of it that like, Mm -hmm. um, really like stripped down, like sample heavy original Mm -hmm. sort of, I guess hip hop or rap 
But then you also get like the people who are seeking to push the envelope as far as it can go in hopes of finding something that's going to have staying power. Right. And that's cool. That's a great place to be for a genre yeah, or for, or for art form. And, you know, I feel you actually, I, I appreciate what you're saying there. And yo, I think it's cyclical or like, there, maybe not cyclical, but there's, it's like, there's time periods where that happened. Right. Where right. I think one genre just starts to do like one part of rap, for example, back then it was gangster rap. Gangster rap was killing it. Gangster rap was brand new. It was fresh. It came off. Right. It was fresh. You know, it was going really hot. It was going really well. But then it started to become always gangster rap, gangster rap, gangster rap, gangster rap, gangster rap. And it was killing itself, to be honest. Like, it, it, yeah. it, it's not that there weren't bad rappers. It just became oversaturated with it. Right. And and it's an easy, like some people see it as an easy cash or some people are just influenced by it. So that you're getting more and more of this. Um, and, it, you know. I guess there was some big transition. Like Kanye, to be honest, was a huge transition point. Kanye kind of was like that Nirvana for what rock was before with the what was going on with with, with glam the, rock, the grunge stuff. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. grunge, right? I, I'm, I'm, and that's what it was like. And I think we're kind of getting into that again. I think after the whole Kanye piece, and it started to get more about you know, um, um, you know, it, it starts to lean into more um, like. Just melodic. getting emotional, feeling melodic. Yeah. And then at some point mm-hmm. afterwards, all of a sudden we got new. We got trap. We got yeah. trap and mumble. Right. And right. That, that was cool at first. And now it's starting to become a lot. I, I have but, a I have maybe an unpopular opinion here, but I also attribute a big portion of like the um like mainstream heavier kind of trap stuff to Yeezus. <laughs> like I, I personally think that like Travis Scott's production paired with Kanye's like audacity pushed kind of that mainstream heaviness into the fold a little bit um not that he was the start of trap by any means like you know there's the the gucci mains and and the uh like kind of southern hip-hop artists of the world that really push that to where it is now but yeah yeah i get i i agree with what you're saying i think there's there's people who have been the the uh like tripwires or like the starting points the accelerators of these movements yeah right the game changers yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, totally. uh, Drake, yo, Drake, 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 Drake also, I'm, I'm with you. Drake pulled trap up into some super popular, um, region. Yeah. But Drake's always just that whatever he, whatever he touches. Yeah. You know, it's gonna It's going to be the big thing. Cause he, he's, his, he's brought rap into a stratosphere that it was never at man, as, as far as popular music goes, as far as like charts goes, as far as like yeah. ears listening to it, like, yeah. It was like Drake is the person for that, right? He's the person that's really brought it to that extreme. Exactly. But you know what? But it's oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mo. No, no, no. Go, go, go ahead, Hunter. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, and I think you actually you touched on something where I, you know, coming from the rock background, that's what Gene Simmons said. He was like, "Oh, rock is dead," right? And again, with yeah. like the big name rappers when they were saying hip hop is dead, but then it's maybe just the new directions that younger generations are taking into the fold yeah that like what is the scene now what is whenever someone says something is dead that sounds an awful lot to me like get off my lawn you know what i mean like that sounds an awful lot to me like some old dude getting mad about some young upstarts coming in and changing what can be okay and that's ultimately what i what i love about music is seeing where those things go and like forcing myself to try and understand those things right it shouldn't be yeah. on mm-hmm. necessarily an artist to like do that like an artist just makes their art they just make their truth right at least that's yeah, the hope, yeah. right like of yeah, course yeah, there's yeah. artists that are made in the lab that don't do that but 
you know, the, the majority of artists that make waves and that make, you know, significant contact with a huge listenership, it's genuine, yeah. right? It comes from a real place. Um, and, so yeah, you, you know, it's that, it's that authenticity part to it. That's, That's the thing. It. Yeah. It's yeah. that authenticity. If you, if you feel you're being authentic, whatever you make, you know, it, people resonate. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're being authentic. And that's the thing, man. Get out of here. Man, I hate when when someone and I'm going to say it, when someone says that, like someone's like, man, this whatever X, Y, Z is dead. Yeah. Man, shut up and get off your like your high horse. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, this is why I can't stand. Like I loved Eminem before. I thought he was fantastic. And I think he's a phenomenal <laughs> lyricist. But can you li- yeah. like can you guys listen to him anymore? I can't. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. You know, he just gets complainy too. I feel like he just gets complainy. But that being said, like, you know, for the first three Eminem albums, like they defined a part of my childhood, no doubt. But exactly. um, Yeah. But see, he was cool with it because before he was like, hi, my name is and he's having fun. Yeah. yeah. But then we get to this Eminem where it's like, yo, all you new rappers and that's rap. It's like, yeah. 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 yeah, I know. I I feel like, unfortunately, that's not just like exclusive hip. I know we've made this conversation about hip hop, sure. but I don't think yeah. that's exclusive of hip hop. Like there's there's tons of people who are huge in the music industry that just come off as like grouches or grumps. And it's like, OK, man, like, <laughs> let's let's relax. Like, of course, there's going to be new musicians. Of course, there's going to be like new things. And it's like it's funny because like for lots of these people, they were those people. Right. Like they were that like ushering in that generation of of whatever they were representing whether it was rock or hip-hop or whatever right and it's like they forgot it's like they just like got stuck in trying to please the masses or please the crowd that they're playing to as opposed to actually trying to like look within and find something that's pushing them Mm -hmm. and uh that's truly the death of like hip-hop that's truly the death of rock or whatever it is right it's not it's not like a like you can't kill hip-hop Right. No, like it's, no. it's going to live forever. It's, it's yeah. something that's just etched in history now, but like if, if it dies within an artist and they like lose sight of like what they're about, like, and they start just complaining about everything. That's when it's like, okay, man, yeah. like what, what are we talking about now? Like, are you, are you doing this to correct or like to have a revisionist history or are we yeah. doing this because of like the joy of, of it you know like the yeah. the release of of art well and i really liked mo what you said about and i it went in but uh, about authenticity because i feel like listeners or any type of audience they can they can listen and they can hear the authenticity in it you know mm-hmm. totally. i think it's kind of like a phenomenon with music is like you can hear them going for something i mean perhaps in the lyrics but perhaps in the live show perhaps in whatever and mm-hmm. like when it comes across and like you know, you have listeners that are genuinely interested, then there you go. Like, I feel like it yeah. makes an impact on them and the cycle continues kind of thing. So exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, to, and to add on to the authenticity, I don't mean you have to be specifically authentic. You live that life. You, no, know, you yeah. can come up with a character and you live with that character. Absolutely. It actually kind of goes with the album that I'm talking about uh, later, later on. But like, it, as long as you have that character and you stick to it and that's like, you're, you're kind of creating something new with it. That's people feel it. People get it. Yeah. Well, Agreed. on that note, I think, well, first, I got to pitch 
um, our lovely uh, our lovely guest here with um, <laughs> his uh, own podcast along with his uh, his lad uh, Dilshan. Of course, Big Mo is from Shoot the Ship Podcast, a podcast <laughs> where two lads kick back, relax, and have a good old time. Come hang out with us while we have a couple of laughs, exploring recent and past events, and try to get to know our guests. And I just want to say, um, hey. Mo, I'll have to probably save this segment towards uh, what I want to say at the end, but uh, just tell Dilshan that he can serenade me anytime um, with oh, his lovely oh. guitar hey. uh, slash ukulele sessions. So, Yo, uh, you know, hey. we'll have to get both of you on here uh, returning and, uh, you know, serenade um, serenade all of us with some songs. But, you know, just go uh, give our homies a shout out, you know, a really good, uh, just fun content that I love listening to, you know. As- aside from the obvious, why should people listen to Shoot the Ship? Tell, give us the, the 10 second. This is why. Yes, yeah, so sell it, Mo. Yo, shoot the ship, man. Shoot the ship. It's like the name. You come in to shoot the shit, yo. Nobody wants to always have to be professional or chill, uh, you know, always watching themselves. This is where the, you know, where we come out and we just chat. We talk. Yeah, we say what we want. We're, yeah. we're not fact-checking, fact-check-checking, fact-checking nothing. <laughs> we go yeah. out there, we talk about what's on our mind, and we shoot it. Yeah. And so if you just want to kick back, relax while you're driving, that's the best time. When you're driving, you're taking a shower, you do it. Pardon me, you're taking it. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Shower <laughs> is <laughs> our market, okay? You know what, Mo? I think the you shower gives us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not infringing right. our listenership. Okay. Yeah. It takes the right. road. When, yeah. when, when you're on the shitter, then come on through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, got your, you got your full daily routine, your your morning routine locked down, Ex- huh? Exactly. When you're shower adjacent. Because when we got on there, we got, <laughs> we have scenarios. You know, we got, we got scenarios. We got, am I the asshole? We got, would you rathers? It's always oh, a good time. Yeah. Yo, check yeah. it out. There you yeah. go. Well, there you go. Well, um, I guess it's time for our next segment. Um, now, Mo, bear with us because we do this kind of an acapella version. Uh, Lee, uh, yeah. if you want to kick it off first. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so given what we were just talking about, I think it's good that I, uh, I try to alter the genre a bit. So just bear with me. Let me just get in. Yeah, just get a vibe here. Uh, think, think about Pitbull. 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 Pitbull vibe, um, yeah. Mo, if you could just get that echo that going whenever yeah, you want to come voice. in here. Whenever you want to come in here, yeah. That's a spicy, 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 that was lovely. So if you're new to the show, the spicy staple is, of course, we have our guest have a special album that is important to them. And Big Mo, we kind of spoiled it already, but what do you have for (laughs) us, my friend? All right, yo, so I got Kissland, uh, the deeply underrated and the deeply ignored album by The Weeknd. Um, It was really his first breakthrough album uh, after his mixtapes, the famous mixtapes that everyone wants, you know, that's the all weekend, as we always say. Yep. Um, and it didn't do so hot. <laughs> sure Unfortunately, didn't. it didn't sure do didn't. so hot. And yep. to be honest, it was my favorite album of all his albums. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Okay. And it, it, it kind of stuck with a special place in my heart. It's been a minute since I've really listened to it all again, but yeah. Um, 
like I, I don't know if I'm just introducing now. We're gonna listen right away, or if I could talk about it a little bit more. It's up to you. Whatever you want. You want to get into the groove and listen to it, or you want to chat a bit? It's totally on on your yeah, terms. Yeah, totally you, man. Perfecto. So the thing with this album is. This album hit a little differently for me. Um, mm. When I first started listening to The Weeknd, it was with his first album. That, I mean, his not first album, but the album that really blew him up to the stratosphere. And that was that Beauty Behind the Madness. Mm. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, often, girl, I do this often. Right? Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. Often. We had uh, The Hills that really threw him up to the stratosphere. Can't feel my face. It. Can't feel my face when oh, I'm with yep. you. Yep. All that, right? But the thing is, there's always been the trilogy since way back then. Yeah. Right, you know, right. I left my girl back home. Right? We got the Wicked Games. And the morning. And House of Balloons. One, the of the, morning. one of the sexiest guitar tones. Right. In so what? Modern music, in my opinion. But anyways. And that's what The weekend defines, y'all. The weekend is this weird, dark, sexy, drug and embroiled, gritty, yeah. Yeah. hazy thing. And that's what he was initially defined as. And you know he's transitioned a little differently now. I like to think of it more like Abel Tesfaye now, as opposed to the weekend itself. <laughs> I think I think it's a thing that he's always wanted to get to, where it's more poppy, it's more lovey. It's mm. he's getting out of that dark era. Mm. But Kissland was that one that's just completely forgotten. It was dark. It was cold. It's desolate. But it was it's like the trilogy album, but more. It's just a grander spectacle, a more theatrical mm. performance of it. You know, mm-hmm. so I think the song, I, I think we initially like we were talking about a couple songs on there. The whole thing's cohesive. Like it's one you can listen from end from start to end. But one song I chose from it, that was adaptation. Uh, adaptation. And I think that song to me was just what I really enjoyed about The Weeknd. Um, you know, it's just an overall weird, morally gray thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it gives me—I don't know—it gives me those odd feelings that, like, I don't know. I don't live any of that life. I don't—I don't live the life <laughs> like the weekend. Yeah. Not, you know, I only do drugs occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I, the occasional debauchery. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not—I'm not depressed. You know, I, I don't have all that. I don't live in the streets, but like. When earlier when I was talking about that escapism, I think this is just mm. that cool escapism. It's something. It's making me feel something different. And I think he hits it right. And I think his voice has a uniqueness to it. It's like a Ethiopian Michael Jackson. Mm, yeah. You know? He gets yeah. compared to Michael a lot, for sure. That's what I heard. Yeah, he, yeah. he really starts to get compared to him with, yeah. This so tough. this album kind of hurts me even a little bit more, the fact that he never sings it as concerts or he never brings it up. And I think he, mm. I'm sure he views it as a personal failure, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think he said that in an interview before too. Um, but it's unfortunate, you know, it's like that middle child. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm. that has so much potential and that was just kind of, but not in the right field. Yeah. For their parents. Yeah. <laughs> for the parents, yeah. Pa- you know? Parents being the, the fans, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I I I'm glad that you're you're talking about that right on the nose because I when I heard that you know Kissland was the going to be the spicy staple this week, the first thing that came in my mind is I was like oh this is going to be interesting because this is the uh, most like scrutinized weekend record mm-hmm. for sure, um, and I remember reading the Pitchfork re- review way back in the day. This is like yeah you know 
whenever it came out. I guess that would have been like 2012 or something like that, 2013. I can't remember now. I, I think it was 13, yeah. 13, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I started reading Pitchfork's review again, and there's a line that I remember reading the first time and like laughing out loud because I think it's just like such like a – it's such like a pompous line. It's like the most quintessential like pitchfork fucking thing in the world. Um, but the line is Kissland scans as unintentionally hilarious, a sign that the project is rushing headlong into self parody and able test seems to be the only one who doesn't realize it. Now, first of all, that's extremely fucking harsh, but um, what's your response? So like, pitchfork and other like critics of Kissland mm. because like obviously you're you're fond of this album so what is pitchfork not getting yo can i swear yeah man yes man absolutely fuck you motherfuckers pitchfork yes. you, can go, <laughs> you can go suck off no yeah <laughs> it's about time someone said it. yeah uh, no you, pitchfork we've had our qualms with pitchfork on the show you, already but yeah I, I i bet you they're the type to be like ah the weekend is dead oh r&b is dead yo shut up no anyways yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel no, you know what though? I get where they come from because yo, when the weekend was dropping his mixtapes, mm-hmm. it was nonstop. It was just yeah, trilogy back to back. To back. Yeah. Trilogy was, yeah. Anyways, continue, continue. We'll, we'll talk and, about and, trilogy and, another another time. And, and so and so trilogy was a wild time. So you kind of just take that and then you kind of extend trilogy with Kissland. I get it. I get what they're saying. Right. But that's trash. Like it, it's not radio music. I'll say that it's not radio music. It's definitely right, not radio music. Right. And I think that's what they're trying to take into the idea of it to be um i don't know it's it felt really theatrical it felt really well done it was just polished to me um yeah you know i I like there's a it it wasn't so like his more his more recent albums for example the ones that are way more popular Mm -hmm. i Mm. and they get way better reviews but to be honest they're way more rehashed content. It's way more <laughs> poppy. It's way more repetitive. It's the same, same, same. It's it's not bringing anything new to the fold. He's kind of going into, you know, to the old funk and uh, now 80s uh, yeah, yeah. vibe, which, you know, sounds great. It's a, but it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that is any better critically than this hmm. is. Hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So would you say it's a point of pride for you when you hear all these negative reviews and it's kind of like, like, oh man, like they're not getting it. Like, this is why, yes. like, I could, yeah, yeah. I think this album was kind of similar to Yeezus, if you if mm. you guys know Kanye. It's a very polarizing album. Oh, and yeah. for example, Yeezus took me, a, this album and Yeezus both had, both had the same thing. I didn't like Kissland at first, too. Mm-hmm. It was slow. It was way too slow. I don't know what I was listening to, but I bought, um, or I remember I just had, the, uh, I, when I first listened to The Weeknd's um, On Beauty Behind the Madness, all alone she was living she in a world without an end or beginning that that song mm. i i never pay attention to the lyrics one day i just read the lyrics i'm like oh yo he's got a story in this here so then i started listening to kissland with the same idea and all of a sudden i started feeling stories in his songs and then yeah. it hit me differently and that's when i started to actually enjoy the album mm. you know it, it it felt like he was coming up with unique stories each time in his songs about, you know, some person that you really cannot be, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. but you can kind of relate, you try to relate to, and it becomes fun. Um, mm-hmm. he actually, he actually even has a song in there, which, uh, it, the titular song, uh, Kissland at the end of it, he says, 
he's going off about how his son, you know, wildlife. And then he says, and this ain't nothing to relate to. And this ain't nothing to relate mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even if you tried, you tried. And that's what he said. He's just straight up calling. He's like, no, man, you can't relate to this. Even if you tried, you can't. But something about that is just, I don't know, mystifying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So I, I, I don't know. I, I get the polarizing nature of it. I get it. It's like you got to listen to it a couple of times. And, you know, if you're reviewing albums and you're not really listening to it a couple of times or you got to give it just a first go. I mean, you're going to start shooting crap like that. Same thing with Daft Punk back in there. That's how they got their name. They just called them Daft Punk. I don't, I can't remember who reviewed them exactly, but yeah, like it's yeah. quick reviews, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Moby, I think, oh, 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead, Hunter. You go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up, but you go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, yeah, as far as Pitchfork goes and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, Similar publication, <laughs> similar <laughs> publications yeah. that like to you know make these um, maybe harsh critiques or reviews or whatever it is the brand that they're going for, um, mm-hmm. and, and part of it is is to create a stir too, right? Like some of it is to get reads, some of it is to get listenership, whatever the type of thing it is, um, and. So I think you have to k- take that with a grain of salt. So whenever you get like a, a review that's like a an incredible review versus a review that's a terrible review, you have to think, okay, like what's what's going into all this, and, and nothing is f- completely unbiased. Because for me, mm-hmm. when I when I look back at their reviews of other weekends' works, and that was something because I remember reading this one back in the day and thinking like, huh, like I and and that was kind of like I was brand new to the weekend at that point. I had just listened to House of Balloons. So mm-hmm. like I was like, okay, hey, like I love House of Balloons. This is great. Like I I've never heard anything like this before. Like I, I could get on board with this. And similarly saying like a sludgy, like um very like dark and, and mysterious sort of figure on House of Balloons that has lots of highs, lots of lows. Um mm-hmm. and the highs all seem drug in, in influenced and the lows all seem drug influenced, right? It's like yeah. the crashing mm-hmm. of the drugs and the high of the drugs and, and you're getting it yeah. all in this one like kind of hazy experience. Um and that's what I really loved about um, about House of Balloons and, and uh, I think going into Kissland um, I agree it took me back I was like oh shit like I, I'm not maybe getting the same experience or this experience I thought I was signing up for and mm-hmm. what you said is something interesting that like it's kind of like Jesus I've seen so many weekend fans or like you know like truthers like really hardcore fans who have said that exact same thing online Um, Mm. and I wonder, yeah, I just wonder what it is that eventually connects, you know, like eventually is Mm. like, like, okay, you know what? The first time I didn't get it, but the second time, the third time I did get it. What's the, it, you know what I mean? I think you, you communicated it like in a, an interesting way, just like that, that ability to like, not really understand where the main Mm. character is coming from in this story. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and it's almost like a movie at that point, right? It's like watching a gangster film. It's like, I'm never going to be a gangster. I'm never going to understand this life, but like, it's something Mm -hmm. that is entertaining nonetheless. Do you know know what I mean? No, I feel you. I totally do. Yeah. And, um, and that, and that's the, that's the thing. I think, I think this album, just if people recognize this album existed, I I feel like a lot of people don't know. There's a lot of people who will be like, man, I miss the house of balloons weekend. I miss the trilogy weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole album, man. There's a whole there's Kissland. 
you know yeah. and then there's yeah. all this unreleased stuff he has some amazing unreleased stuff as well that's mm-hmm. just out out in the wild um but i don't know it's just it's just not there and you know it's not advertised so people won't see it yeah how do you think this was a stepping stone to where he is now yeah okay so kiss so the weekend has always wanted to be a pop star, popular, famous. That's just, I think, that from what I've seen in interviews before, that's just what he's wanted to be. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's actually a whole lot, a lot of songs before the trilogy, uh, the Noise EP. Mm. Uh, mm. He, he had a bunch of songs before, and they were they were really poppy, you know, uh, kind of R&B and ge- like general R&B. Let me rescue you. I could see mm. he was singing that kind of stuff. That's the stuff I first, that's the first time I've ever heard The Weeknd before, by the way. Yeah, the first time yeah, I heard The yeah. Weeknd was that. I was in like grade 11 or 10 or something. And I was just in my house. And you know, like channel 700, like the channels before it gets to porn? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Those like radio channels? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before you go click one up and be like, go home alone with McKelly Calkin. Yeah, no, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, take your word for it. Take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I'd be on that. And then one time I just heard this beautiful song. I'm like, yo, this is a sick song. And I just it rescue you. And I, I, I don't I don't remember even if it said the weekend, to be honest. Mm. But then um, down, and then later on, when I got to know the weekend and I think he when he blew up with House of Balloons, that was his mixtape. And that was really yeah. growing. Yeah. And that was what he wanted. He wanted to take that and go to the stratosphere with it. Mm. And when he shot Kissland, the, I think it hurt him. And I think it hurt him. And I think as a stepping stone, it did not work for him. Like, it was good to get his name kind of out there. And I think, you know, like to show his fans that he's kind of blowing up. But it wasn't what he wanted because he was confident. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard Rolling Stones by the weekend on Trilogy, um, where he was super confident talking towards his fans about how don't, you know, please don't, you know, don't don't hate him or dislike him or, you know, don't change. He hopes yeah. not to change, but he knows he'll change and become whatever, a pop star or whatever. At least that's generally the message. Uh, I, I, I think it was like, it was kind of like he took this step and he fumbled. Mm. But I think that really let him take the nail from there and just really drive and really change the game with uh, Beauty Behind the Madness, which was completely unique. Like songs like, off the, um, the hills. That's just a like unique song. I can't even ascribe that to a genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Um, it's funny because this is actually right in the, in the timeline where I had one of the more like pr- probably one of the songs that I, I I heard by the weekend that I was like, whoa, like this one's going to be in the rotation for a while, sort yeah. of thing, you know. And it's yeah. uh, it was just a single. It was called King of the Fall. And yeah. I remember like loving King of the Fall. Like yeah. I was like, this shit is my jam. Like I'm gonna fucking play this all the time. Like yeah. I was like the weirdo that would like put it on like pre drinks, and people are like, "Why are you so upset right now?" And I'm like, "Shut the yeah. fuck yeah. up, bro. I'm just fucking chilling, yeah. bro. Get away Let from me." Vibe. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm at it up, at it up. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> "Fuck off, man. Jesus." <laughs> um. So yeah, that was my shit. Um. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. I I was excited to to hear your your. Uh, your um interpretation of what's what's up with Kissland and uh yeah so it's cool yeah. well mo yeah. what rating would you give this what's the rating of this album for you ah uh, all right any metric that you want to honestly it's 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 like a it's a solid uh 
8.5. Okay. On the on the on the benzyl scale. Um, <laughs> there you go. You know? There you go. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a great album. I don't think it's perfect either. Um but it is an album that stuck to me just differently. And that's what I really why I chose this album. Tight. Uh it's it's a solid album, great songs, nothing really poppy, nothing that'll get you that into it except for maybe a couple. Um but I highly recommend listening to it, especially if you're a weekend fan. And honestly, that's okay. what the spicy stable's all about, baby. Is bringing uh, that's it, man. Pop, pop, bringing pop. something to the fold that's important to you. So there you go. Thank you. I've always awesome. wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Well, should we uh, listen to this uh, track? Uh, Mo, what are we listening to? So we're listening to Adaptation. I think it's the third or fourth song in the album. Um, and what I really enjoy about the song is it just it just hits the weekend vibes for me. You know, it's his it's his uh, gray. I'll talk about it a little bit more, but it's his. Uh, it's just that same weekend weird gray relationship. I don't know what's happening, kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, you know, it just um, it's and I love the the general soul that he has with his voice that he does with it. Okay, let's, let's get, get into it. it. Let's give it a go.
Oh yeah, I totally forgot that was the ending of that song because I was like, oh, that's the next <laughs> oh song. Well, can yeah, I just yeah, yeah, say? Yeah. I, I just got to say because I'm not too. I see. I come from. I remember when I heard "Can't Feel My Face," and then I remember when I heard "Blinding Lights," of course. So the popular weekend, and so yep. I never. So the reason why I love this show, but just the passion that uh, us music fans have, is I'm gonna fucking listen to that album, man. Because like honestly, Mo, I'm not even shitting you, and listeners as well. I was getting chills listening to that. I got like uh-huh. that's when I know it's good. Well, to me, it's it good. That's why like, it's important to be in the shower. Um, yes, in the shower. Um, I just got to binge the weekend, man. I'm going to binge the weekend uh, this weekend. And, uh, oh, fuck. It's honestly a very rewarding <laughs> lesson, binging the weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was, uh, Do it in the shower so with the lights off. Lights yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, no one can off. see you cry if the lights are off. Oh, dude, that was, that was fucking good. Oh, wow. Right. Wow, Mo. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Man, thank Jesus. you guys for letting me say that. Because, man, I, I love that song and it's impossible to show anybody because the only it's time you can show music song. like that is in oh. a party and i'm yeah. not playing adaptation in a party yeah Fair. i can, I yeah, can yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, firsthand don't play early weekend in a party. <laughs> they're gonna ask you to leave they all want to hear the bops and all that so. they're gonna ask yeah. you to leave. you know from my experience that's what happens yeah um, <laughs> it's okay yeah. i got wow. booted too <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got booted but, too. but you know you know on that song is it's just like that 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 what i want like What's it called? Like the the two part. He he has two parts, right? The initial part is like, uh, you know, he's explaining whatever. But the chorus, or you know, it, it's just great. It's so it's so weird and so weird that I can feel it, and I feel yeah. exactly what he's getting at, which is that like, hey man, I traded. You know, you could have been the one. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> you know what? I want a life of fun. I'm gonna trade it away, and what it is, what it is. I'm going to keep moving on. But it just felt painful. Mm-hmm. There's that dark okay. atmosphere in that. Yeah. Yes. And then when, when they go out to the, the you know, she's so pure, like the love that's so uncut and raw and clean. To me, I get the white cocaine vibes. Like I'm <laughs> still getting that white drug, you know, that perfect clean cocaine. But mm-hmm. yeah. also, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting me, let me share oh, that yeah, out there. That's tight. that's tight. Awesome. Well, it's time once again for the part of the show this is combat rock the segment where we pit two hosts against one another in hopes to win the belt now if you don't know we're gonna play 30 seconds of a song and you the listener the audience you get to vote on which is your favorite at serving sonic on instagram as well as twitter and you know what, uh, I've been told, uh, you know, your boy, I've been the winner, uh, so, but I'm gonna give it up to my challenger here, uh, Lee, uh, you think it can beat me, but let's be honest, I'm gonna probably win again, so, mm, mm. uh, so what do you have for me, what's the, what's the first jab you're gonna give me here? Well, I, I'll let you go first, because I have oh, to load up these songs first. and shit, yeah, yeah, so you, yeah, you can yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, just to be super clear, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, cause any rifts within the family so um the uh the polls this past week came in a deadlocked tie okay we had jake had jake had two more on instagram and i had two more on twitter so so it's a a a tie currently yeah that's that's a log jam so i uh i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm the best but what i will say is i'm tied for the best and the other one's not here so uh, 
So I guess you take the W. Is that what, well, we what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? Um, He's not here to, uh, to claim. Uh, yeah. So. What am I supposed to? Um, but yeah. So that's that's where it's at. So because of that, it's uh, it's a default win. And uh, and with 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 Combat Rock Season Two, which is what we're in the, in the dead heat of right now, it's one win per. It's a it's a tie. One win for Jake, one win for Hunter, one win for Lee. I think, right? Am I wrong in saying that? I think so. I think I think it's uh, we're all one 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 right now. Yeah, it's one one one. So this 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 one has big stakes. This is the first, you know, like two two person or sorry two song lead that we're gonna have of the season. So well, maybe Shit's, we could ask. About to get crazy. Uh, well, maybe we sorry. could ask Mo to come up with the punishment. And I don't know about there you, you Lee, but are Lee, are you a fan of Tootsie Rolls or Tootsie Pops? <laughs> It's uh, a throwback for anyone that's listening to Shoot the Ship of the Halloween Candy tier list. And Mo, yeah. I have now learned, is not a fan of Tootsie Rolls. No, it just, eh? and, and you know what? I kind of feel that. You know what? Tootsie stuck in your damn teeth and you get yeah. cavities from the shit. You're just like so. this all the time. You know, yeah, it's, it's, not so you, food, it's, man. <laughs> it's not food, man. Yo, Tootsie yeah. Rolls taste like cancer, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. It's maybe the loser. Maybe the loser has to eat like ten Tootsie Rolls, just one per tooth. Oh, oh, there's got to be like a, something beyond that, though. It's got to be like you got to eat ten Tootsie Rolls and then like oh. whistle O Canada or some shit. You yeah. know? That or like, you eat the the Popeye cigarettes that are also taste like medicine. Oh, oh. Popeye cigarettes. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, you know, and and, and and now now please listen to the, the the pilot of Shoot the Ship because I was laughing my ass off hearing you know because I did the same thing. He's hey man, I can smoke, and you have the fucking pop by cigarettes yeah, and, but they taste awful they taste terrible yeah. so <laughs> what a, a throwback yeah man yeah, I had yeah. to, Hall- halloween's coming around the corner so that yeah. oh you know what maybe that's the mukbang of uh the hell i need to uh, mo i need to hear another halloween tier list man you got to get uh the homies and Yo, uh, we'll do, do that a, a mukbang uh of halloween candy <laughs> yeah we'll get you boys on live on shoot the ship we'll do it together hell yeah there you go. i'd that's love it. that all right well I'll introduce uh, my pick. This uh, is Jade Lamac as a singer-songwriter located in Vancouver who debuted on uh, Monster Cat by providing vocals for Dion Timmer's song The Right Type, which was featured as the 16th track on the Monster Cat Instinct Volume 2 uh, compilation. Um, I picked the song Constellations at 30 Seconds. Lee, can you cue it up for me, my friend? Sure can. Check it out. I see it in your eyes The wind blows west where the sun don't rise Yes, you've got a darker side You know it's so mess, but you don't need to hide Yes, the sweat is dripping down Caresses your skin till it hits the ground uh. You're digging deeper now You're biting your lips so you don't make a sound uh. Lights are turned on There you go. Uh, you know, just a little taste, go. just a little bit. What do you think of that? Well, uh, I can tell you what I think, but it's not about what I think. Listeners, it's about yes. what you think. Exactly. Um, so I, you know, it, it's good. Hunter, hey, I'll even go as far as to say, is it great? But is Ooh. it special? No, it's not. Oh. And I'll tell you why it's not special. Because this right here is special 
there's a clear distinction between great and special. And what I have here is special, okay? This is bone slim. Have you ever heard something weirder? Bone slim. What does that mean? Does that mean, is that the opposite of big boned? Are you a skinny child? Is that what you are? Are you brittle? Are you like a Benjamin Button type situation? Is that what we're talking about, Bone Slim? Bone Slim is a UK rapper. He wears a uh, Phantom of the Opera type mask all the time, which is also strange. So let's dock one thing that's strange, Bone Slim. Two thing that's strange, he wears a mask all the time. Third thing that's strange, is I like his music. That's the worst part. Is he's this weird ass fucking Phantom bone of the slim, Opera, dude. Maybe Juggalo Phantom of the Opera looking ass. And I think he has absolute slappers. This current slapper that I'm going to be playing is called Let Me Ride. It features Rick Wilson and Lucy Tun. Uh, Rick Wilson is a rapper that I very much enjoy. He's uh, known as Disco Rick on Twitter. And uh, he has nothing but uh, dancey, jiggable tunes. Uh, he had an album with Terrace Martin. Um, so I think uh, I think that's uh, all I want to say about that. But Bone Slim, baby, let's just give it a go. I'm also starting at 30 seconds. We're just going to have fun with it, huh? All right. Hit it. Let go. Let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, just let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, let me ride. I'm still on a late one, baseline blowing Blaze up my face, go take my knowing Race to the place that I blaze nice knowing Making the rave go late night growing The stage I create, I go ride on by with my mates on the place That's the fence, that's the temps, that's the frame of the space It's your pack getting lapped, that's the track, that's the race Maybe we could ride to this one time with you Super lightning quick, 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 quick. I think I know who Mo's voting for. I think I saw him uh, vibe into that, but I don't know. Yo. You know, poker face. I don't know. Bone Slim. That's them. Um, that fan of the right. opera looking ass. Yeah, that's fan of the opera, awesome, man. I'm a little yeah. impartial, but a name like Bone Slim. <laughs> telling you, it sets the bar pretty high. I'm telling you, yeah. it was uh, it was something that I wasn't expecting to enjoy, and yet here I am playing it on the podcast. So there you go. Yeah, I mean. With a name like that, yo, Bone Slim, please don't get into any uh, rap beefs because you will get bodied on that name alone. Bro, Bone Slim, yeah, Bone man. Slim, I'm pretty sure Bone Slim is like just someone trying to like make a very serious condition like sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I don't know. You're the med school yeah. guy. Yo, yeah, Bone yeah, Slim yeah, came yeah, up man. with that name like it's his first username, man. Like, yeah, just put yeah. some stuff together. Xbox yeah. Xbox 360 gamer tag or something like that. You know? I want to see what that guy names his child. Yeah, <laughs> Slim Bone. I don't know. Well, yeah, when I was the- when I was looking when I saw Bone Slim, like it was I don't even know how I heard this. It was probably it's through cool Rick Wilson or something like that. But when I saw the name Bone Slim, I was like, okay, what like what is this? Like, is this gonna be some like? You know, skinny white kid who's like, ah, yeah, like you know what I mean, like trying to go like really fucking hard, and it's like, okay, like relax, and bone slam, like what the fuck, and then it just turns out to be very jiggy and, and jammable, and I was like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, uh, but I, it's it's almost like when I saw the name Joey Badass for the first time, I was like, no, absolutely not, <laughs> Joey Badass. I'm supposed to take Joey oh. Badass seriously, and then it was great, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, oh man, well. There you go, man. I, I looked up Bone Slim right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, he, he, <laughs> he's a strange boy. He's a strange boy. I, I, I feel like he's a, yeah, he's a YouTuber. So like a YouTube commenter or something. He's, he's oh, something. okay, yeah. yeah. It's like he's doing the absolute worst possible job of being anonymous. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like he's wearing a mask <laughs> yep. that it's like, I know what your face looks like behind. It's like, you know, when, when Robin, yep. like from Batman and Robin puts on his little like mask, it just covers yeah. his eyes and it's like, you know, yeah, man. I mean, we know who you are, man. Like, what is, yeah. or like when Clark Kent just me. throws on glasses, and then all of a sudden we're not supposed to tell you Superman. It's like, it's like, who are uh, you? We, hey, man. Um, you're bone slim, aren't you? I can tell by your brittle ass bones, <laughs> and the fact that half of your body's in casts. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing, bone slim? Anyway. We're anyway. talking shit about Bonesome. He gave us yeah, a banger. Yeah, yeah. What do I have to be mad about? Anyway. Well, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, well, of course, please uh, go and vote for us, uh, you know, at uh, Serving Sonic, uh, Twitter, Instagram. But also, please go and give uh, some love to our folks at Shoot the Ship, a beautiful yes. podcast. And we'll try and see. Hopefully, next time, Mo, we'll have you and uh, Dilshan come on and uh, or, you know, vice versa. But uh, it's been yeah, fun, it's man. it's got to be a joint you, spicy next you time. Know, you, guys gotta, you guys got to review an album together. Yeah, but you guys, you know all the stuff, yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be jokes. That'd be great. Yeah, you gotta give way, us check the out- uh, the shoot the ship treatment on uh, on the servant Sonic pod here. Oh, yeah. totally, yo. Actually, yo, if you want a quick shoot the ship treatment, really quick, I know you guys want to end off. But yo, shoot yo, the yo, ship. yeah. We never finish on time, so I'm <laughs> bringing that treatment over here. Boom. <laughs> Our yeah, podcast started yeah. off at one hour. and up now three hours. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, man. I got yeah. a, I got a question for you, music heads. Yes. You know, and music heads at home, if you had the choice, okay, you have two options. You have the choice to either have Pitbull sing all the songs in the world. Oh, Every song that exists is is sung by Pitbull or like produced this, by Pitbull. Like the singer, not not the beautiful Paparino. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Okay. The singer, you know, Mr. Damn It Man, you know, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. I was worried about that. You know, yeah. or every Pitbull, the only every artist still exists, but they can only sing one Pitbull song. But they can do the their own rendition song. of it, like the only like any way they want to. Exactly. Okay. But they so so it could be a completely different song. It just has to be same lyrics. Same lyrics, exact same lyrics. Okay. But it's I only take, one I song. Take, uh, I take option B. I take that one. Yeah, same, same. Because Kulo slaps. Kulo's a bang. <laughs> Kulo actually slaps. Okay. All right, yeah. all right we'll go. This yeah. is Kulo, yo. Kulo. Kulo. I don't know the rest of it. I just remember it came out when I was like fucking 12 and I was yelling Kulo yeah, yeah, in the yeah, 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 streets yeah, yeah, yeah. of Guelph like a fucking idiot. Is it Take Me to the Hotel? That one I can handle. I could probably handle that. Oh, one. hotel. Motel. Yeah. I was thinking. Was Gasolina Pitbull? Nah, that was Daddy Yankee. Yeah, that's Daddy Yankee. Oh, no, no, no. Gasolina. Yeah, yeah. Around the same time as Kulo, though. Kulo, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just telling you. Get Kulo, I can get behind. That's fine with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Well, how about you, Mo? How about you? Oh, pfft, easy one, man. Yo, Pitbull singing every song, man. Yeah? yeah? Big Pitbull oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Pitbull's got range. You guys just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could point at any. Any bald guy that has a weird sort of facial hair situation walking down the streets of Toronto, I'd believe you if you said it was Pitbull. I feel like Jason Statham would play a good Pitbull. Straight yeah. up. You could be yeah. like, that's Pitbull. White suit right, yeah, yeah, glasses. Yeah, he's a bald sure. villain. Yeah. yeah, it makes oh, sense. Man. No disrespect to yeah. Pitbull. Yeah, imagine Pitbull just in regular street wear. This guy looks so weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Totally. Is that possible? <laughs> is that ever possible? He yeah. looks like he ripped his swag off, like directly off of a porn star. It's like, I feel like he saw a porn star and was like, oh shit, that's my vibe right yo, there. Or Pit- Pitbull is exactly <laughs> what I picture if they're like, exactly, ca- like you took that, but it's a Caillou porn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pit- Pit- Pitbull, Pitbull you find him on channel 950. Oh, yeah. man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. No, he's I don't every, know, but, uh, I feel like Pitbull's like every Grand Theft Auto character no I- ever. Yeah, I have no, no idea. At all, man. No, 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 no. You know what? Uh, well, come Every on, shoot the ship. And, yeah. Come yeah. on, shoot the ship, and we'll, we'll. That's when we get to channel nine hundred. Yo, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, tease yeah. Right maybe, there. maybe for sure, maybe it's a for that's sure, the, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Can uh, oh, do, can we now, Mo? Can we follow uh, shoot the ship on? Uh, what, what are you guys on? Yeah, check us out on Instagram. We got uh, follow us at shoot the ship uh, podcast on Instagram. Way. Hell Check yeah. us out on Facebook, Shoot the Ship uh, podcast, and I don't believe we have a Twitter. Um, my boy Dilshan really is really good with the socials. Um, hey, there you go. If anybody ever replies, it's my boy Dilly. Um, but yeah, yeah, check us out, and then we're on every 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 platform where you can find a podcast and YouTube. Hey, so if you want to see the video aspect of it? Yeah. Oh, tight. Uh, awesome. That's that great. Out. Yeah. And we'll be coming yeah. back for season three real soon. So stay tuned, folks. Beautiful, beautiful. Good luck in school. I know. Uh, that's cool. gonna no wrap joke. up. Yep, it's gonna it's gonna wrap so. up uh, for us too. But I know that you're third year medical, so it's completely harder than ours. So yeah. Well, no, know. no, no. I don't say that. But it is going into some weird next overdrive. You know, next in in, in a week or so, then I start to right. go in the hospitals and. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna yeah. need me some pit bull to keep me focused. You know. Yeah. Or some weekend <laughs> to cry with. When the oh, weekend, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. I left my girl back home. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be your go to emotions. Go, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Melancholy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much for joining the show, man. It was a blast, yeah, and uh, hopefully, it's not too long for before we get you back. No, absolutely, yo, boy, thank you guys for having me on. It's always nice sitting in the guest seat, and yo, this podcast is a fun time. Yo, I, I genuinely. Uh, appreciate it. I appreciate the good new music, yo. I'm. I've been writing down these songs as we. Oh mind. yeah. Well, so have I. Believe me, man. Yeah. Just here, I'll help you with this. Bone Slim. B O N E S L I M. That's Bone Slim. There you go. You can uh, probably find his medical said, records if you try hard slim. enough. Yo, you know what? Let me see what he's got here. Hmm. <laughs> Let me get you with Bone Slim. There you go. I'll get. Oh. I'll get back to you guys on that next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Awesome. Well, we're ending here with uh, last week's, um, well, I mean, one of last week's winners, but um, I guess we're, we're writing it down. It's official. Last week's winner of Combat Rock. This is Boy and Voyage by uh, Rap K. R-A-P-K. I'm still not super sure they're German. I don't, I don't understand when they're talking, so I don't know what their name is, but I think it's R-A-P-K. Um, but it's a, it's a slapper. So, uh, so yeah, any, any sign off you want there, Hunter? Um, I say guten tag and goodbye nice. in German. Yeah, for Arriva for this Derchi. one for the one German listener that we have. Yes. Thank you so much. This one's for you. Ich hab ein Ticket und ich fahr Nur noch
noch einmal Und dann ist Schluss Ein Mann noch bezahlen Dann mach ich Schluss Hörst du nicht die Bahn Ich muss jetzt Soll ich Pauvoyage Ich hab ein Ticket und ich fahr Kopf's nicht ehrlich, ey. Keiner hier hat Awareness, ey. Kriminell ist mein Status, werde bewertet. Black Boy, Black Boy, Black Boy, Black Boy, Black Boy Madness, ey. ACAB ist mehr nicht erst fertig, wenn die Tasche leer ist, ey. Guck auf mein Pasta Sadler drauf. Junger Herr, regen Sie sich nicht auf. Das ist Routine, davon gibt es viele in Berlin, da können Sie uns vertrauen. Spucke auf den Boden vor den Drecksbullen, ey. Gebe keinen Fick, wie viel sie jetzt holt, ey. Hätte ich auch ein Kontostand mit 6 Nullen, würden sie mich trotzdem immer noch aus meinem Bett holen. Was machst du so? Hänge im Studio auf Toulouse. Lese meinen Text, ja, das ist gut so. Färbe den Text in einem Blutrot. Ich trink Pastis, das ist mein Gusto. Rauch Coluccio, Softpack, nein, das ist kein Jumbo. Das ist kein Jumbo. Rege mich auf, mein Kopf macht wieder nur Rauch, da hilft nur ein Fischer, mein Friend. Hör meine Lunge, sie pfeift, dein Kopf bleibt dreckiger Hund und ich führe den Hundesohn aus. Ich fall auf Asphalt und. Laufe nach Hause, da draußen ist kalt, ja Bin wieder leise Lege mich hin und begib mich auf Reise Noch einmal Und dann ist Schluss Einmal noch bezahlen Dann mach ich Schluss Hörst du nicht die Bahn Ich muss jetzt Salut, bon voyage Ich hab ein Ticket und ich fahr Nur noch einmal Und dann ist Schluss Einmal noch bezahlen Dann mach ich Schluss Hörst du nicht die Bahn Ich muss jetzt Salut, bon voyage Ich hab ein Ticket und ich fahr Ich hab ein Ticket und ich fahr